have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll dissect, discuss, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with Chris, Doug, Josh, and together we are the Horrified Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to another edition of the Horrify Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. That's from 1984, guys. It's a real corny movie. <laughs> oh man, great Hey-o. joke. It's a great joke. <laughs> Put so, that one in your dad pocket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can we get the boo uh, sound effect? <laughs> I'm going to edit that in later. <laughs> so this movie is directed by Fritz Kirsch. Fritz. What else did he Fritz. do? I've never heard of this guy before. He did like two other movies that I didn't care to talk about. Maybe so this was his walk-off home run. Yeah, this was his... Th- <laughs> <laughs> this this was more like a, a bunt for a single. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this movie stars Peter Horton, who plays Bert, and Linda Hamilton, who plays Vicky. Mm-hmm. A much less aggressive Linda Hamilton. Much less toned also. Still yeah. just as smoky, though. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have those cool flip-up sunglasses no. in this no. movie either. Then we have uh, John Franklin, who plays Isaac, who's this little creepy guy. And then we have Courtney Gaines, who plays Malachi. And Courtney Gaines is in one of my other favorite movies, The Burbs. Oh yeah, he, he plays. He plays. Yeah, he plays like the weird, oh, like yeah, weird kid <laughs> with the messed up teeth, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm here to serve you." He's in Back to the Future Part Two as well. I thought he what, looked familiar. Who is he? What I character? think he's just some weird character. When I looked him up on IMDb to see if he looked normal now or still if he's still super he looks weird. more normal now yeah he looks like a normal dude now but he's probably just one of like biff's lackeys <laughs> yeah in it or something he uh Some he has character. more movie credits than kevin bacon wow he, this dude is in all types he's of less shit. picky yeah well, he'll do anything has to be he's like oh let's see a japanese movie about slippers <laughs> i'm in he was only cast in this because he's so goofy looking and looks like he came from a weird cult yeah yeah, not, definitely not for his acting prowess. You know, but to his credit, um, he did grow out of that ugliness. He did. Now he's, you know, a very average-looking man. Yeah, got those goddamn teeth fixed. <laughs> he, he he's one of those guys that had like that that extra muscles around his mouth. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> Chucky when he goes pissed. <laughs> Fair enough. Kind of has that baby face in this, but like really <laughs> scowly and pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. good good for him. I'm glad I'm glad he went on. Are, are you looking at pictures of him now, Chris? Uh yeah. He looks better. He looks Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so this this movie opens up in, in a really kind of stupid way. It's like three years ago. Yeah. And I hate when movies do this. I'm like, oh, okay, give us the backstory three years ago. <laughs> but it, it opens with, with a shot of this this drought. Um and you see like this corn crop and it's all dry and the dirt's cracked Mm -hmm. and it's bad right we get it farmers need to have crops to survive whatever so does this town just thrive on their corn supply well 
Pretty much yeah, all okay. of the Midwest yes. does. I was going to say, Josh, yes, it does. Um, like that's their economy? My, my, yes. My family, they have a farm in Illinois, and they live, uh, yeah, live and die by the weather. So especially this movie takes, you don't, do we know when this movie takes place? Is it like present day, early 80s? Yeah, well, or is it a little, I can't tell. I think it's supposed to be present day, I would assume. Everything just looks old and weird because these people are backwards <laughs> do, as fuck. They do say present day uh, at one point. Do they? Yeah. And when it came out in night, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, early based on, his, on the car that they drive in. Oh it's yeah, definitely she's, like a. It's like a '79, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So okay, in the '80s. So, anyways, three years ago, <laughs> um, and so we see all the corn, and we, you notice right away that the movie is narrated by a kid. Yeah. yeah. And it's a terrible narration. <laughs> yeah, the narration almost takes you out of it. Paul yeah. took me to church that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. So stupid. <laughs> He's like, and man, yeah, all the other kids didn't come to church because they're playing in the corn. I thought, <laughs> I thought Isaac was weird. You know, <laughs> homicide is weird. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like when Harrison Ford purposely did a shitty voiceover for Blade Runner because he thought it was a dumb idea. It's like this kid is like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a stupid <laughs> yeah. idea. I'm I'm going to do it bad. <laughs> so, I, yeah, you're right. It took me out of the movie for an instant, but mm-hmm. then the information he gives at least is concise. Right. And, and the so scene is fucked up. I it, liked The it. scene is great. Yeah. yeah. The movie starts off. So, three years ago, obviously, we see this this church, and on the sign of the church, it says, what is it? Uh, Grace Baptist Church of Gatlin. Wh- no, what does the sign say where they put, like, the... Like the oh, the marquee. I don't know. I didn't catch that. I, That's, I, I just wrote it. down what the... I Church was called. Oh, it says corn uh, drought and the Lord. That's yeah, what it says. No, corn right. drought, yeah, drought right. and the Lord. So we set up that this is a very religious town. Uh, it's in Nebraska, in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. So it's like probably like an hour off of I eighty, which almost all of Nebraska is in the middle of nowhere. I used to live in Nebraska. <laughs> Yikes! And it's it yeah, it doesn't take you long to be in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. So the the kid narrator, he goes with his dad after church to this little nice town diner, mm-hmm. and he's got like a Sunday, and he's happy, and he or a, well, is it a Sunday or a shake? shake yeah. Whatever, he's got a shake. Yeah, they're like at a soda shop. Has a little. Yeah, it's it's like a little fun yeah. Sunday. Yeah, wholesome it's just, it's gathering. A wholesome diner with good wallpaper. Yeah. And so as he's drinking a shake, he looks over, and there's that creepy looking Malachi cat. Yeah. The guy with the funny mouth and the bad teeth. And the red hair. Yep. I think he's really playing pinball or pretending. He's pretending to play pinball. Dick. So as he's drinking a shake, his dad goes and gets on the phone, and apparently his sister is at home with a fever, and his sister is weird, and she draws s- scary pictures of people being murdered, Yeah. and something's wrong with sis, and mom's at home with sis. I think her name's Sarah. Her name is Sarah. All it's right. funny. I didn't write down her name until like... An hour into the movie, yeah. I'm like, "Oh shit, I should probably write down." Her I name. didn't know what Sarah or Job's name was until the end of the movie. I'm like, "Oh, that's their names." Yeah. <laughs> I only knew Job. Job. <laughs> so she's in the diner, and uh, this guy's acting creepy. And all of a sudden, you see these teenage kids walk in the front door, and they like are low key locking the door. Yeah. And then we see out of the diner window, and there's Isaac. Now Isaac is this little. Ass-eyed, looking, dark-haired, ugly kid, and he's got like looks a Amish as fuck. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks, looks like Amish. <laughs> he yeah. does look Amish, yeah. and he's wearing his little Amish hat, and he looks menacing as fuck. Like he's scary looking. Yeah. And as he's looking in, we get a shot of the coffee, and one of the waitresses, who's a teenage girl, pours some powder in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And then I love that they show close-ups of people getting their coffee poured. 
and it's yeah. mostly like nice old elderly townspeople, right? Yeah. That's why this it's like everyone in the town up. is at this coffee shop after church. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so they start drinking their coffee, and these old people start fucking choking on poison. They're like, ah, and yep. they're falling over dead. And as the commotion's happening, the fucking teenage boys that snuck in pull out knives and shit and start murdering <laughs> everybody. Shaking the shit out of <laughs> yeah. everybody. Slitting so throats. Yeah, slitting throats and hacking motherfuckers up. And it, it's funny. Usually when you see movies where kids attack adults, you're like, this is bullshit. No, this is, this is actually kind of <laughs> This scary. is legit. Uh-huh. Like, these are 17-year-old kids. They're catching these old folks off guard. Half of them are poisoned. It's very effective. And Job is sitting at the... The bar stool or like on the blood in his shake. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. splashes his face. Blood's <gasps> all over. He watches his dad get killed and he just, he's like, oh shit. Yeah. He's yeah. really not really, not very emotional about it no. at all. He's just like, guys. <laughs> he's hey, like, oh, that was unfortunate. That's my dad. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> fucked. And that's what his sister is drawing when the dad first yeah. calls home. That's what, what the sister drew is that scene. And she's very good at drawing graphic murderous scenes yeah. mm-hmm. with she, trans, mind you. She has the gift of foresight into. 30 seconds from now. Yeah. So then we cut to the present day, and we, we meet Vicky and Bert. So obviously, Vicky, like I said, is Linda Hamilton, and she's with Bert, and it's Bert's birthday. And Vicky wakes him up in bed, and what does she pre- present him for his birthday? A cool lighter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's wah, right. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> He's like, ass dance. Oh, yeah. She gives him a and dance. She gives him a nice little. For him. Yeah, she she has a little nighty on, and she does this dance, and I, I think more is going to happen. No, it's just a cheesy, happy dance. Yeah. It's fine. Well, she wakes him up by blowing that stupid birthday noisemaker oh, in this, his face. There's a jump scare with a kazoo. Which or not the, a kazoo, a uh, yeah, the party. What yeah, the those? party blower thing that yeah, unravels. It unfolds or whatever when you it blow it. but not name. It's the entirely <laughs> wrong blowy I would prefer <laughs> on my birthday. Yeah. 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 He, he, well, you could tell when he woke up, he was he was amused, but also pissed. Yeah, yeah. he's disappointed. Like, ah, now, in, in this scene, are we supposed to realize that he has commitment issues? I don't know. I didn't catch she, that. She seems disappointed in him at one point, and I thought I missed something. Yeah, she said, she she mentioned something about, uh, you know, uh, getting married, and he's like, ah, come on. Oh, that's yeah. right. And she's like, He oh, blows it off, and so she, she's hurt. But it, it was also weird because, like, it was in passing, and then and then I think she does the dance. The yeah. whole the whole scene sucked, and I, I was with you. I was like, <laughs> agreed. I, you know, I was like, well, aren't you guys gonna do it? Yeah. Like, isn't that what? It's like, what's the point of the scene? Yeah. <laughs> no point at all. Yeah. I think it's Serves just no to establish purpose. that their relationship's a little rocky. Yeah. Well, the the lighter is very important or later in the movie. Yes. Yeah. By the way, you notice the lighter was in, engraved and it was so tacky. It's really? like they engraved a thing and then they stuck it on the lighter. <laughs> I was like, this is a dumbass gift. Yeah. <laughs> and and no guy wants a gift that says to to my boyfriend from his girlfriend. Yeah. Yay, Vicky. Vicky loves Bert. Or whatever the fuck it says. I'm like, damn, that sucks, man. So, <laughs> so she's got to wrangle that doctor dick. Guess yeah. I can't use this lighter when I'm not with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we we cut to them driving across country, and he's got this big internship. He's I guess he's gone through medical school. He's a doctor, so he's got some prestigious job on the West Coast with a hospital, and he's super stoked. And she's just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. And I think that's part of the animosity. She's like, well, if you're bringing my ass out here. Like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So whatever. So then we cut to these three kids, and they're in, the, in that little town. They're, one kid's kind of creepy, then it's Job and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And the one kid is talking about how he's going to, like, leave the yeah. town. And he's got a suitcase, and he doesn't want Job and Sarah to tell. Yeah. 
and his only way out is to run through the corn. Yeah, uh, to which his friends go, nobody's looking, you can go now. Oh, I, I <laughs> wrote that. Volume. I wrote that down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is the most, so, is it, so loud. Is, is the coast clear? I'm like, run yeah, for it's clear, go. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. After that, I'm like, run for your goddamn life. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, you better You've sprint because your cover's fucking blown. <laughs> yeah, it's, the scene doesn't make a lot of sense. They're all hush-hush until they're not hush-hush. And so he gets in the corn. Well, the stupid kid, at first, when he, before he runs into the corn, right. he tells him, like, you can't lie or you'll burn in a lake of fire. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they're talking in this weird Amish speak. And, yeah. and by the way, people in Nebraska don't talk like that. No, they and don't. And the Amish don't talk like that. <laughs> so it was kind of a weird... I don't know why they did that. Maybe to make it seem more creepy that the kids are talking funny. I guess maybe kid preachers from the South talk like that, but Nebraska is not really... Most of the Amish live in Indiana, right? No, yeah, people in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, they talk normal. Yeah, they're they're just. <laughs> Although they do say "warsh," that's the one uh, thing I, I hate didn't that. Warsh. Yeah. Gotta wash your clothes. <laughs> hey, what's up to Nebraska, by the way? I don't yeah. know if we have any listeners in Nebraska, but if we do, yeah. sorry if we're gonna offend you. But actually, we're not sorry. We don't yeah, give we a shit. We have several, I'm sure. I I actually liked the town of Omaha when I was living there, but the rest of Nebraska's. Was not my favorite. I'll just say that. I like Western I Nebraska. That. Yeah. When it gets it. hilly. This is it. So the kid runs out in the corn, and the corn moves for him. It, like, makes a lane. And it's actually a great effect that they yeah. use throughout this movie. It, like, bends out of the way in a progression, showing you a path. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably just did it with string, but it looks really, really cool. Yeah. And so he's, you know, he's running in the corn. And if anyone has been in a cornfield, you get kind of this weird claustrophobic vibe the mm-hmm. corn's usually really tall yeah you can't always see down the row so if you're not running down a row it's like you can't see where you're going yeah it's extremely disorienting and right. isolating and they try to capture that i don't know if they successfully really capture that in this movie but yeah that that new one on netflix the tall grass one really gives you that feel i don't know if you guys have seen i haven't that. seen that no. I, I started i haven't finished it yet yeah but was it was okay it. but it does give you that like yeah like disorient whatever the word is oh which did did we mention uh both tall grass and children of the corner based on stephen king did we mention oh yeah this Mm. was written by stephen king a short story right yes this was based on a short story by stephen king yes in fact when bert and vicky are driving in the car on the highway right about this time in the movie on the dashboard you see a copy of his book Night, night shift which is which is where this short story came from cool interesting so as the kid's running through the field, he gets kind of sketched out, and mm-hmm. it, he stops, right? He can't, he's disoriented. And the soundtrack gets really cool right here, <laughs> yeah. I, I think. I think I like the music in this movie. I thought this, yeah. yeah the it, soundtrack was good. It it's, was good. It was it like opposite like the, of... Dominus, yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. It's like ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Hail> Satan. <laughs> so he stops, and all of a sudden we see some hands, and there's this big knife. And he gets stabbed, or he gets his throat slit, mm-hmm. and blood sprays on a suitcase, and pretty cool. Yeah. And then we cut back to Bert and Vicky. I must call Bert and Linda. Bert and Vicky <laughs> driving, making um, fun of the online or the radio. Yeah. Oh, only thing yeah. on the radio is like preacher this man. crazy preacher shit, this Baptist hardcore stuff. Christian stuff. Yeah. And they're like making fun of it. So as they're driving, all of a sudden, this they look up as after they make fun of this movie, and that kid is staggering through the road with a slit throat, and they fucking hit the shit out of him in their car. Yeah, and this scene cool. is is really cool because when they hit him, he fucking the body rolls, mm-hmm. and it looks 
It doesn't look like a dummy. It's no. traumatic. It's I fucked think, up. Yeah. They mow this bitch down. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's one of the better people getting hit by a car scenes in a movie because mm-hmm. it looks natural, especially at the end when the body kind of rolls over. Yeah. It looked good. You're like, oh, my God. And so the Bert seems to know what happened. Like, he knows he hit a kid and Vicky's freaked out. And she's like, oh, my God, was it, was it an animal? And he's like... He's like, no. Well, I like how they stop like, no. and he like checks her for bruises before going I to know. see. He, oh, <laughs> are you okay? We hit an 80 pound kid. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I think you're fine. Let me go check on this dead yeah. kid. Yeah, they're going 80 miles an hour in a, in a 1982 <laughs> station wagon yep. and hit a fucking 80 pound kid. So the, the cool thing about this whole scene is that Bert is a doctor and he walks out to check on the body in a pretty believable way. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't want to look. He's scared. He hit a kid, and he he goes to examine the child and realizes the kid's throat has been slit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that the kid was just someone just you know beyond being hit by a car. He's got other injuries, and this, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, he walks out in the corn, and he sees some blood splatter on the corn stalks. Finds the briefcase that yep. the kid was holding has fresh blood on that, and he comes back and tells Vicky, "He's like, that's fresh blood because blood coagulates within." Yeah, it's like what, three like minutes. Three minutes, yeah, and it was minutes. still fresh. So, fresh. Mm. so he knew that something had gone down. And he tells her to stay in the car while he... It's a, at one point, yeah, he's he away from her out. briefly to check something out while she's in the car, mm-hmm. and we get a shot of someone approaching the car with a knife. Malachi. Yeah. And then we get a shot of her getting out of the car, and she walks up to the body of the kid. This was a good cheap scare. And and, and, and mind you, uh, Bert had already put in a, a blanket over his body, and she like goes, she like apologizes. All of a sudden, the, the boy jumps up. He's like, ah! <laughs> Scares the shit out of everyone. And then she wakes up from a fucking car nap. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, you just hit a fucking kid, and you managed to fucking take a car nap? Yeah, hey, it was probably hot. It was hot in there. Her adrenaline had just been going. You don't just... hit a child and take a car nap. <laughs> and then dream about the motherfucker. Right out and just nap. I we would actually... too. I feel for her. <laughs> Maybe we don't know much about this character. This this could have you know been her second, third, fourth kid. Oh, that's true. She's hitting that, lots that of kids. Month, yeah. you know? <laughs> she also might have been road drinking. We don't know. Yeah, that's... that's true. Road sodas could have been happening. Yeah. So we cut to the the kid narrator again talking about you know playing in their old house and that Malachi doesn't like them to play in their old house. So the house they lived with their parents. Mm-hmm. Now, as we know, all the adults in that town were murdered. But Job and Sarah still go back to their house and play Monopoly, Monopoly and all their fun games. Mm-hmm. And they listen to music. They got a little shitty yeah. record player. They listen to fucking whatever it is. And like, so uh, I, on that record player, it's Runaway by Del Shannon yeah. that's playing. Well, thank you, Doug. Don't quote me, but I believe that's what the song is. <laughs> this yeah. is why Doug's on the podcast. I was just singing it. Man. I was just singing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> Del Shannon Jr. over there. So they're making fun of Isaac and Malachi, Job and Sarah, as they're playing Monopoly, yeah, I and like they're that. talking shit, and it, and it's like kids would. It's pretty funny. It, well, it's funny until Malachi fucking shows up at their door and throws a knife through the board like yeah. a like a, a maniac <laughs> that he is. I think Malachi was homeschooled. <laughs> oh, he dude, he totally was. I think all these kids Absolutely. were little homeschool but, kids. Well, and Job that's what wasn't. Turned them into fucking murderers. Job went to school, regular school, public school. Yeah, but he's not a little murderer. That's what I'm saying. He's decent. Yeah. So, th- so that happens, and then we cut right back to Bert and Vicky, and and I wrote Bert's pretty smart for a boyfriend in a horror flick. That was my note. <laughs> and uh, he knows, and again, I write that he knows what happened to this kid, um, and he explains it again. And they're now they're trying to figure out what to do. Then we cut back to Malachi 
takes Job and his sister to Isaac, the little kid that was staring in the in the cafe window yeah. earlier. He's and Isaac's yeah, he's in this creepy ass room wearing his pilgrim ass clothes. <laughs> There's corn stalks and shit everywhere. Yeah. Like little corn it's like shoved into things. Yeah, and, like little yeah. corn statues and mm-hmm. shit is in there. And, and he's, you know, got his very authoritative pseudo-religious talk. Yeah, he essentially tells, or Malachi tells Isaac what Job and his sister were doing. And he actually, Isaac defends her, Sarah. Yeah, he kind of has, he kind of has a... Well, he needs her to see the future. Mm-hmm. Because she draws the future when she's scared or when she draws. And doesn't he mention like, hey, they weren't, they didn't, kill all the townsfolk like they're i don't know like he has some sort of sympathy for them because they weren't really part of killing their parents well they're not part of the cult yeah but they're allowed to be there because you know he needs sarah Mm -hmm. and sarah probably won't draw without her brother yeah so they're kind of protected yeah uh, protected within the group and so all the other kids resent them and think like malachi thinks they're a bunch of shitheads and wants to fucking punish them but malachi's a little tattletale shithead they had music (laughs) and games they're forbidden they were playing games in their house (laughs) the the lord says and isaac's like shut the fuck up malachi yeah Yeah, malachi looks like that character from Beetlejuice that he turns into with the eyes on his fingers and the huge overbite. <laughs> wow, that's not very nice. <laughs> but it is slightly accurate, so. At least you didn't say he looks like the guy from Mask. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rocky <laughs> Dennis? Yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible. I, I feel like this is the first... He th- does. <laughs> this is the first time that, that Isaac learns of her gift, right? Like I No. I, I don't know, because it didn't seem like he really knew... She, she drew the... the Everyone getting murdered in the cafe. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have seen that. I don't think. But he says that she has the gift of sight. Because yeah. like he that. he hands her the drawing, or uh, what's his name, the redhead. Uh, Does he? Un- yeah, Malachi. Malachi. Yeah, and she had this. He says, but did he yeah. open it up and look at it? Yeah. So he looks at it and he's like, um, he's like, oh, the Outlanders. Yes, they just came through here, and that's when he realizes, oh, she has the gift of sight. Hmm. So, but why when why wasn't he fucking hanging them up in fucking corn crucifixes before then? <laughs> well, this movie is a damn mess because yeah. they, okay, they maybe to save like, him as a sacrifice. Fair enough. They don't even really use her gift. That never really comes into play again. I didn't think about that, but you're uh, it, uh, all her gift does is help us yeah. understand the fucking yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. It tells us what's going to happen thirty seconds from now. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all she can do. <laughs> It's it's, yeah. it's not really yeah it's it's a small tip of gift. the hat to you yes. Chris <laughs> she has a small gift perhaps it'll get better but right now it sucks yeah so <laughs> has an gift so yes. Isaac <laughs> orders Malachi to return the kids to the house um, and then this is when we see the first hint of friction between Isaac and Malachi because Malachi's like wait what yeah and Isaac's like yeah motherfucker take him back well not like that he doesn't say it he says <laughs> it in his I wish he speaks through me yeah. burn in the lake yes. of fire Samuel L. Jackson yeah. speaks through me yeah <laughs> this movie would have been a lot better not Samuel enough. L. Jackson was in it yeah there's so, not enough fucking corn cob crosses on this <laughs> mother <laughs> plane so, <laughs> so we spit we, out my Mike's hard lemonade <laughs> we, we, we go back to Bert and Vicky and they're in the car and this is weird to me. They decide to open that kid's like little briefcase. Oh yeah. 
I would not have opened the shit. No. Because it's fucking evidence. I would have thrown it. Here, let us let me get my fingerprints all over this. <laughs> let's, oh, let me indicate myself in the murder of this kid. I'm a dumbass. Well, they do end up driving around with the kid in the trunk for four hours. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh they <laughs> did. The kid's in the fucking trunk. <laughs> the whole fucking movie, the kid's in the trunk. And then at the end of the movie, not to jump ahead, but they leave <laughs> They leave the car. This just oh, dawned on me just now. I was going to bring that up. This just fucking dawned on me. It dawned on me in the middle of the night. <laughs> I woke up in a in a cold sweat and was like, the kids are still in the fucking trunk. Fuck. I just thought of that oh. as we were talking about this right now. That at the end of the movie, they, they leave his ass. Yeah. They never the address the, the trunk. trunk again. You know what that car probably was smelling like? <laughs> yeah, especially now. Granted, this movie, this movie takes place in like literally a 12-hour time frame, so maybe not that bad. Although it feels like 12 hours when they're driving in circles. I hated these scenes coming yeah, up. Yeah, so... You're, you're, you're absolutely right. There's yeah. this weird five-minute sequence of them getting lost, which we'll get to, that's totally pointless. Yeah. They could have done it much cleaner. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So they open this this kid's suitcase, this dead kid's suitcase, and Vicky finds this corn cross. It's like a cross made out of fucking corn. Yep. And she's and she immediately hates it. Like, it's like the worst thing she's ever seen. She's like, oh, my God. What the fuck is this? <laughs> she, like, throws it. I'm like, it's a fucking... Corn cob yeah. cross. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> what are they going to do out here? It's not scary. <laughs> I, I, I like making do. I write oh, in school with Christians. kids. I, oh. I, I, no. So this is this is this is my favorite quote of the movie happens between Bert and Vicky. So she gets the cross out and Bert sees it and Bert goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then Vicky says, Vicky goes, not in my book. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> First of all, Great. what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It's stupid. She's like, well, this isn't and this isn't religious to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've never read a book with that name in it. Corn? What? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Bert and Vicky go to this weird server shop, and there's this kind of creepy old man, and he's got a dog. It's a real good-looking Australian, like, herding dog. A little nice dog. Mm-hmm. It's just these two together in the middle of nowhere and he's he's got a nice bandana um yeah the dog's got a beautiful bandana very well taken. you know a guy like that doesn't have a dog like that (laughs) all fucking brushed and fucking looking like i won an award at a fucking dog show there's this you know creepy old dirty dude working on a 1957 fucking chevy piece of shit i think this is another one of those scenes in this movie that doesn't really make sense but i think they just put it in there to fill time the yeah. Same with the card chase. Yeah, sure. there's several of there's several scenes like this that don't really add anything and they to drag the movie. The fuck out so too. there's this old too. this old guy's at the service the service station and they they roll up and they ask oh he tells them he goes we ain't got no gas and we ain't got this we don't yeah. got a phone and you need to go here and he's essentially trying to direct them away from the town of Gatlin. Mm-hmm. He's t- what's the name of the other town? Hemming Hemingford? Yeah, something like Hemingford. Yeah, so Is weird. it Bodega Bay? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. might be. It's Go down to Bodega Bay, 19 miles. Anyway, it's adjacent to Bodega Bay. There's a town 19 miles away. He's trying to get him to go to. And Bert is like, why the fuck would we go there when we could go to this town that's five miles away? And this guy is like obviously steering them away. Mm-hmm. So they get frustrated and they leave. And we get this kind of cool shot of the dog starts barking at the corn. And then we see these clouds like rolling in, and it actually yeah, looks great. I like that effect. It, it look. I, I don't know how they cut it, Chris. Do you know how they did that special effect? It looks really good. No, yeah. what? Uh, what was it again? Was when the, the clouds roll in. When oh, the old man gets. Yeah. Is it just like a green screen. 
Yeah, I mean, probably over the sky area. It's, it was definitely a lot harder there uh, back then, but yeah, you just kind of composite the two. Um, so they did a, a, a fast forward shot of clouds, and then they just composite. Yeah, them. and they pop it in over the top. Um, it looked really good. Yeah, like you can't see the line, mm-hmm. um, and it's creepy, and you know you get the weird music playing. Uh, I was, I was yeah, impressed by that too, actually, because I I tend to look at lines like right. like corn and hair and stuff like that. I tend to look at those things to see where you can see yeah, it. Yeah, to see yeah. the seam, and I was like, "Damn, that was pretty good yeah, for that." Yeah, you can't see it. Time. And I just wrote, "Cool shot of the clouds rolling in," and then mm-hmm. some un- unseen person takes a tire iron out of the truck that that old man was working on, and then we see that someone has broken into the old man's shop, and the old man's like, "What in the hell? Who's in here?" What are you doing in there? Yeah, he like goes in the shop, and we kind of find out that the man has a bargain with something in the corn. Because he goes back out of the corn and he looks at the corn. And he's like, he says, I didn't tell him anything, referring yeah. to Bert and Vicky. Mm-hmm. And this whole scene is actually pretty creepy because yeah. there is something out there and somehow he's not been affected by it. But he's scared y- of it. Yet. <laughs> yet. <Yeah. Yep. laughs> and he's scared of it. And then he looks down and what does he see? He sees the beautiful bandana soaked in Aww, blood. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. The dog was fucking murdered. Quit killing dogs in movies. Yeah, you don't Jack kill asses. the goddamn dog. You know it was Malachi that did it. He probably killed him with his fucking teeth. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Fucking, I bit that dog's neck. Malachi's a dickhead. So anyways, we, we essentially he walks through his old little shed. And it's it's the scene has a lot of good atmosphere. It really captures kind of these old towns in the Midwest and old rundown places. And he goes in here and then we do see it. It is Malachi and his fucking cronies. Mm-hmm. And they fucking murdered the old man. And that's it. Yeah, that's fucking five minutes we didn't need in this and movie. Scene. <laughs> well, I mean, we got life, the clouds, man. which was cool. I oh, guess. yeah, we got the clouds, and, yeah. oh, and we did learn that there is some type of actual tangible evil in the corn. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just like Malachi and his, you know, walking around yeah. with this yeah. fucking red hair and weird looks. And I guess it, it kind of dawned on me that maybe the scene can also serve as, as a way to show that Malachi, um, he didn't follow the orders, which were to just go check on the old man and make sure. Good point. Um, and mm-hmm. instead, he, they kill him. Good point. And so, like, yeah, I, I think we we begin to understand that this this redhead is not to be trusted. Yeah, nor is any. And this director's <laughs> and this director's not to be trusted with the next five minutes of this fucking yes. movie. For fuck's sake, fast so, forward the d- next five minutes. Here, this is what I'm gonna say. This is what happens. They try to follow the sign. The signs are fucking wrong. They end up on a dirt road in the middle of a cornfield for no fucking reason. And then next thing you know, they pull in the Gatlin. Yep. Yeah. Concise. That's yep. the concise version. Yeah. That was five minutes wrapped into <laughs> Whew. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. So we, we go to Isaac and he's giving this creepy sermon to his kid followers in a cornfield. Yeah. And there's no adults. They're all kids up until late teens. And he's saying all this weird shit at he who walks behind the rose. Yeah. Which that. at first I thought it was rose, like a like you know the flower, a rose. <laughs> oh no! And I was like, oh, where are the roses? <laughs> the roses. <laughs> this movie's gonna be a lot prettier now. <laughs> rose of corn, Chris. Rose of corn, yeah. And then, then it, you know, I figured it out. Dawned on you. Dawned it's because you're from out west, Chris. You yeah. you've never seen corn. I I drove through Nebraska. I I ate a steak there. <laughs> Um, nice. So I'm basically from there. <laughs> <laughs> Chris knows all there is to know about Nebraska. I love this religious dialogue, by the way. It's I just picture like Jimmy Jones. Is that his name? Uh, Jim, yeah. Jim the Jones? preacher Jim guy. Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah. yeah, just like getting that cult going. 
or several <laughs> religions that I won't name, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's I, just just picture, I just picture that's how they it's, started. It's <laughs> it's that, that um, you get these you get these people that you know these cult type people, and they only focus on this ultra negative part of re- of the religious scope. Yep, they really focus in on it, and you know that's kind of a theme of this movie is this kid is just really focusing on hey you got to do what I say or essentially you're going to burn in hell because everything you do is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so he does the whole preaching thing, and it's, it is pretty interesting. And, and yeah. I think the kid does a pretty good job. These are my favorite scenes when yeah. he gets all culty. It's all. fun. Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> his little weird, and, and the actor is is they, they picked is perfect. Mm-hmm. He does look yeah. like he's a kid. He's t- how old was he? Doug in this movie, twenty four. Twenty four. So that he's twenty four, but he has whatever syndrome or disease that makes you look really young for a long time. So he looks like a you know eight year old kid. Yeah. Yeah. And he has like eight year old with an, an older man's voice. face. Yeah, he has yeah. like an older voice that doesn't match his face. He, no, he looks so like a great. he looks like a weathered eight year old. Yeah. And he's the only kid that can actually act. Yeah, all the others are terrible. I, I would uh, I would agree. Yeah. So yeah, he talks his Amish shit, and he and he <laughs> tells his followers to go kill the Outlanders, Bert and Vicky, because he knows of them because of Sarah's drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this police officer. They call the Man in Blue, and he's <laughs> yeah. crucified. On corn stalks. Now, corn is not that strong. You can't. I don't, <laughs> no, it's not. You would have to have some other type Especially of support. Especially when it's dry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. He's he, he's crucified high off the ground like a scarecrow, yeah. but with corn. Yep. And the I'm like, how the man. fuck did these kids get that dude up there? And the blue man, they call him the blue man. He's a police officer that's now skeletonized that they killed. and you Still know. has his cop uniform on. Yeah, he's, he's hanging out to dry. Maybe they let him rot and stuff and then put his bones and stuff on the corn just to scare people so it wouldn't break. <laughs> to scare the crows. Yeah. <laughs> Although we find out shortly that probably didn't no. happen. No. But, you know, <laughs> we, yeah, we find out later. Um, so Bert and Vicky, they roll into Gatlin and uh, the town says the nicest little town in Nebraska. Yep. Which it probably was before that kid murdered everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and the place is a total ghost town. And it's funny, there's fucking corn stalks everywhere. Now, not green corn. I'm talking like dried corn. Like you see like people have on Halloween. Yep. They get like, you know, that yeah. kind of corn. And it's fucking everywhere. And I'm like, if I had to work on the art department in this movie yeah. and spend fucking three weeks scattering corn stalks in every scene, I would be pissed. <laughs> Chris, if you ever do a movie and, and ask me to do that, I'll slap you in your goddamn face because it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's well, everywhere. It kind of makes me wonder if, if that wasn't, well, it could have been the director, but if the art department was just lazy and they're like, let's just throw a bunch of corn it's everywhere. Instead of doing their other job, they're like, we'll just scatter this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, because, yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, what the f- this isn't scary. This is just it's a, ridiculous. It's, it's messy and ridiculous. Yeah. Sir, you ordered a dump, dump truck full of corn. <laughs> uh, I think we should use it. Well, it's, it's it's seriously. It's like what do these kids do all day? They just fucking play with corn. Yeah, and it's that it's dry, shitty corn. Well, it's not the fruit of the corn. It's the fucking stalks and the leaves. Yep. And who's planting all that corn and harvesting it? Satan. I did not even think about that. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, technically oh, the teenagers. Yeah, been... th- no, the teenagers could because on a farm, kids from a really young age could yeah. plant corn and operate the equipment. We do see that Job can work a irrigation system later in the movie. So yeah, they probably yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, it's been three years, right? Yeah, three years ago, yeah. in a town called Gatlin, Nebraska. Yeah. Oh yeah, boy, that's a good point. Yeah, because you got to mow it all down and then and regrow yeah. it. From what do you What do you know about corn? Right. 
I drove through Nebraska. You gotta have <laughs> I had some a steak uh, there. Heavy duty farming <laughs> equipment to harvest that shit. Chris, Chris knows. Sorry, Chris, I forgot. So I also drove right next to Chicago. I'll have you know. Oh, whoa! I, so I have kind of been there too. Chris <laughs> has lived in Chicago. So Bert, you know, tries to use a phone in the town, and of course it's dead. He goes in the diner actually to use the phone, and the phone's dead. Of course it's dead. Of course. There's no power in the town or anything. And as he's looking around the diner, there's like kids like creeping from Mm -hmm. like behind the counter, like looking through like napkin holders and shit. I'm like, come on. I mean, he would know they're there. He's way oblivious. (laughs) So as he's in there, Vicky walks in and they're like, ah, he's like, yeah, the phone doesn't work. They go to go back outside and all these fucking creepy ass kids are in their car. Yeah. And then they, but here's the weird thing. He just scares them away. (laughs) Shoo. I thought they were supposed <laughs> to go kill him, and he's just like, hey, hey, kids. And he's not being mean because he wants to talk them to them. Yeah. like they're a bunch yeah. of birds. <laughs> they, they fu- yeah, they fucking scatter like pigeons. And, you know, instead of them being weirded out, like Vicky's like, oh, those dickheads wanted to steal our car. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Gatlin, Nebraska, <laughs> yeah. population 100. No one's going to steal your goddamn car. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so kind of a kind of a dun- dumb scene, but it does set up the eeriness of the town being empty, whatever. So Vicky's kind of weirded out. They decide to leave town, and on their way out, they see the you know the, this house, and it's Job's house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? We're just in a creepy town. Now let's stop at a creepy fucking farmhouse. Yeah, because don't they see the door? He sees the door shut. like move. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not one to stop at creepy no. farmhouses anywhere in the world. I would world. bug the fuck out five hours. It's ago. 19 <laughs> miles away. I'm yeah. like, I'm just gonna fucking drive. Yeah, just drive. I don't. I don't think this guy knows he's in a horror film yet. Oh he, no, he has no idea. He's like, I'm a doctor. Damn it, I can figure this out. I'll use logic to find. I, I my still way. got a dead body in the trunk. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, it's so gross. So I, they, I would have dumped the body in Split Town before any. Of I this. told. I watched this with Chris, with my wife Chrissy, and I said, you know what? And Chrissy goes, What do you do if no one's around when you hit a kid like that? I'm like, You get the fuck out of there. That's what you do. You don't want to deal with this small town nonsense. Get away with murder. That fucking kid ran in front of your goddamn car. Get out of there. And his throat was already slit. So, she's you like, know. Yeah, she's like, that doesn't seem right. I'm like, you know what? If I'm in a small town and run somebody over and there is no one in 30 miles, I'm piecing the fuck out. This is an unfair world, Chrissy. Yeah. This <laughs> shit happens. People die every day. Yeah, so then we hit, no, we literally had a 15-minute discussion about hit and run at that point. Hit and runs. And I'm like, it was so much easier to hit someone with your car in the 70s. Oh, yeah. She, I was like, there's no cell phone. She's like, why would you think about that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this was a perfect opportunity for you to have the discussion with Chrissy if she would help you hide a dead body. We've already had this. She won't. What? Which means now I have to hide two dead bodies. I'll help you. Yeah. I'll help you. Two man. dead bodies. I'll call the police on your ass. <laughs> Chris, Chris is gonna narc us out. Cammy just tells me it depends on the circumstances. See, at least she's like that's nice. Like I can I can yeah. appreciate that. I don't think yeah. I've had this chat with Meg. Do it. Do it tonight. I'll do that yeah. tonight. Do it tonight. Where do you I stand, Joanna? So I did. Tell you have her had her. I haven't, haven't now. So oh, how? I don't know. This is very important. Yeah. Well, I do know if it, I had if, it with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> like well, your kids would be like, yeah. Discussion. It's like stand by me in adventure. Because <laughs> yeah, my one kid is like, yeah, you bury the body 12 feet underground and then six feet underground, you bury a dog's dead body. <laughs> oh, That's shit. smart. Damn. Where the fuck did he come up with this? Wow. I'm sure, YouTube or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. So I got to check on my kids. Well, I never thought down. of that. I never thought of that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> writing this down. So, anyways, they. They walk into this house and, you know, Bert kind of knocks on the door. He's like, hello. And then Bert walks in and Vicky's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, ah, it's fine. It's a farmhouse. People are cool. Yeah. 
And so he's like, you know, talking out loud and she finds this old TV guide. It's three years old. She's like, well, but it's three years old. And he's like, so? He's like, so fucking what? Their subscription canceled. Yeah. They like that issue. Whatever. And the, the house is old and dirty, obviously, because no one's cleaned the thing in three years because kids don't clean. They just plant corn. Yeah. So <laughs> Bert finds... Monopoly and plant corn. Bert goes upstairs and he finds Job's sister's creepy-ass drawings that show all these murders. And... You know, I don't know. I, I was always thinking if I saw that, I'd be like, you know what? No. It's time yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm out. I'm just like, you know, we're in a weird town. No one's here. Three kids try to steal my car. Uh, there's murderous pictures. I'm out. <laughs> she just grazes <laughs> past it and like doesn't, re- you know, she's like, yeah, oh, they're cool yes. with it. Oh, look at, look at the colors. Oh, yeah. they really highlight the blood in this one. <laughs> yeah, she's like, there's jelly all over oh, the is knives. It, oh, is, are those entrails with orange? <laughs> are you making peanut butter and jelly That's sandwiches great. in this picture? So, so then they find Sarah and she's kind of sitting in a room all scared. And Sarah kind of tells them all about the grownups. And she says, well, the grownups are in the cornfield. And Isaac put them there. Yeah. Now, it's pretty obvious to put two and two together, but not Bert and Vicky. They're like, nah, well, she's just a crazy-ass kid. <laughs> like, we're her dumb parents. And Bert kind of even says, he goes, who's Isaac? And Sarah's like, he's our leader. And he's like, the leader of who? And she goes, the leader of everyone. <laughs> not me. No, I, I like that Bert's like, this dumbass kid. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, you idiot? Like, we're trying to get to another town, and we ran over probably your fucking cousin. <laughs> like, help us out. <laughs> Although he doesn't tell him. No, he doesn't say anything about the kid he ran over. But So they asked Sarah to take them to Isaac, but Sarah says no because Isaac is scary. And again, Bert's he like, is. Oh, he is scary. He's but scary Bert's, as Bert shit. doesn't know this. Bert's no, like, but Sarah fuck? does. Yeah. She's right. So Bert's like, hey, Vicky, stay here with this weird kid and her possessed devil drawings. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna leave to go check out Town Hall because all the answers are in Town Hall. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so he does. He leaves her ass and, you know. Then she's subsequently taken by a bunch of kids. Yeah, I was going to say, so as, as Bert wanders, uh, this, he goes to the seemingly empty town hall. And I do like, there's that famous uh, picture of Jesus, the Western Jesus that a lot of people have that the are religious. White Jesus. White Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's a real famous picture. I've seen it. I, my grandmother had, had this picture in like a little oval thing. My grandma was not overly religious, but she still had this picture. So I, I recognize it. And I think it's in. She it's wasn't. In, uh, oh, chapter ahead. 10 it is in chapter right. that exact <laughs> picture <laughs> yeah right yes in chris's movie chris's chapter movie 10. chapter 10 uh, we actually incorporate or he incorporated this into the film anyways <laughs> this is the picture of jesus that people have like your grandma they're not overly religious no but they they're just... superstitious <laughs> 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 that is ex- dude that is exactly right she's like i better put this down here yeah, because i just i, I dabble in voodoo and yeah. <laughs> just in fucking case yeah. <laughs> but in in the town hall where this picture is it's been defaced and all Jesus That's has cool teeth, has corn now. teeth. He's mm-hmm. got gold teeth. He's yeah. got yeah. It's <laughs> he's got a creepy. he's got a it's corn a, grill. It's creepy. Grill. <laughs> to me, this was the only creepy part in the film. When I saw that picture, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's messed up. They, they show two <laughs> two religious works that have been defaced and really cool, really creepy. So he's in town hall. He realizes something's up. And meanwhile, we cut to the, you know, Malachi and the Creepers, his homeboys. Malachi and the Creepers, that's yeah. a great band name. That's a great band name. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the name of my new pop punk band coming out this September. If I could play bass, I'd play bass in that band. <laughs> so they, they surround the house, they climb in the house, and they capture Vicky. She kind of tries to put up a fight. 
But I like that in a very natural way they overpower her. Mm-hmm. It's not forced. I hate in movies yeah. when like all of a sudden like this the, like the lady like roundhouse kicks someone in the face. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> this was very natural. She was scared. She defended herself, and they got her, and they carry her away. Well, it's very much how you'd be overtaken by zombies. It's not a matter of, like, yeah. the zombie is strong. It's just the sheer number. Yeah, there's yeah. five people grabbing on you, yeah. and you don't You're know like, what to do. Well. And does Sarah draw a picture of her getting crucified at this point? Because doesn't... Uh Linda Hamilton, whatever her name is. Vicky. Her name's Vicky, Vicky. Josh. <laughs> Damn it. That's my mother's <laughs> name. She sees it, and she's like... Shout out to my mom, She's like, Vicky. gross. Nice. No, she, she <laughs> doesn't... Yeah. Does she draw a picture of her getting... Crucified, or she draw a picture of something else. It's like her getting murdered because she says, "I drew a picture of you." And oh, she she's looks like, "What the fuck is like, this?" Yeah, she looks at it and says, "Like gross." Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. your imagination has gone to a yeah. dark place. You Let's must draw something else. I thought we were friends. I thought we were getting along great. Yeah. <laughs> you want me dead? Yeah, I, it's funny. I actually wrote the kid murder crew surrounds the house. That was my note. But so Bert wanders um, the town, still looking for a phone, and he doesn't get back to the house right away. And I, then I got to thinking, like, why did he leave Town Hall so fast? But he doesn't go, like, right back to the house, right? No, He's like, I'm going to wander around the old grocery store and see if they got any Twinkies. He had a fear boner that he had to take care <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, those tight jeans ain't hiding shit. I have never heard the term fear boner. Fear boner. It's from the league. Oh, that's going into my, my oh, repertoire. Yeah, fear boners. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The, <laughs> I had a few of those. <laughs> Yeah. I've, I've indulged wow. in a few of those. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, so when Bert finally realizes that everything's messed up, he runs back to the house. Obviously, he finds Sarah. Vicky's gone. And this is when we cut to Vicky, and she's been beat up. She's all her. She's got a black eye. She's all fucked up. And she's tied now to a corn crucifix. And Isaac, instead of praising Malachi for bringing her in, belittles him in front of everybody um, for not ki- for he, well, he obliterates him for killing the gas station attendant, which he shouldn't right. have done, and then for not bringing Brad Burke. So Isaac's kind of like, "Hey, you just brought one back. Now we're in a world of hurt. You murdered a guy you didn't have to murder, yeah. and, and we needed that guy <laughs> yeah, he's for like, his fuel. Yeah, for his fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they were getting supplies yeah, from him. They had like an agreement with that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's the one adult they let live. So Malachi's pissed. We cut back to Bird. He's talking to Sarah in the house, and you know she mentions. Isaac and so he walks out into the corn and the corn parts again and it's really it's my favorite whole thing yeah it makes the weird and so he walks out and we cut back to Vicky being raised up on the corn cross and all the children are chanting kill 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 (laughs) which it's pretty creepy this is the scariest stuff in the movie is the religious culty stuff yeah Yeah, the the children the other stuff (laughs) is stupid but the culty kids are scary yeah Uh you get this this child mob mentality of these kids wanting to murder, but they don't even, it's like they don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. just, they're just fueled from Isaac's nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's Lord of the Flies in yeah. Nebraska. Yes. Yeah. Imagine a bunch of murderous Gen Z's and they're all <laughs> brainwashed by some cult. Yeah, by Isaac. They're going to kill you. So, That's scary as shit. So then we, the next shot is of this, this character named Amos and he's carving a pentagram into his chest and he's oh, collecting yeah. the blood in a corn bowl. Now, when you first see the shot, you don't know that it's Amos. You think that it's Bert. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit, Bert's guy. possessed. Yeah. He's cutting his chest. Because it's like a man chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a man. It's a man, it's a man chest. chest. <laughs> tight, tight man chest. <laughs> and, and this is when 
So Bert walks into this church where this kid's doing it, and Bert's like, what the hell? And he figures out that the kids are being killed on their 19th birthday. They yeah. sacrifice themselves, right? They walk into mm-hmm. the corn. and Well, yeah, they, they do the ritual, up. and then they get killed in the yeah. corn. And he realizes this, and he kind of yells at the kids. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you idiots. And then the kids attack him. And Bert's actually stabbed in the process, but he kind of fucks the kids up and then is able to run away because like, he's a grown-up. I like his demeanor in this <laughs> scene where it's just like, Huh? You fucking dumb kids. I love also You're weird. that he gets stabbed in the chest. And he's pissed. He's pissed and he pulls a knife out. And then like the rest of the movie, it's like, yeah, I was never stabbed. Yeah. It's fine now. Yeah. I, I took it though as he, he was stabbed, but not with any kind of force that was going to do anything. Like, he just got cut and he's like, you dumb ass kids. <laughs> it's cartoon physics. The next scene, it's just healed. And he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. It smells like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gangrene has set in on my wound. So, <laughs> and by the way, when they when they attack him, he gets surrounded. And I put he uses his old man strength, and he actually oh, he actually old hits some of the kids, yeah. but he hits them in a way that's natural. Like I don't want to punch your fucking lights yeah. out, but don't fucking stab me, you asshole. Yeah. And, he, and so that's when he kind of knocks him around, and then he escapes out the front door mm-hmm. because again, they're like fourteen year old kids. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> you're exhausted, aren't you? Well, so so now Bert's yeah, so now they're all after Bert, the whole like clan of kids, and he's hiding in this like shop, and and this is a cool shot of Malachi looks in the shop, and he does look really menacing. Mm-hmm. He walks in, he's looking for fucking Bert, and what does Bert do? He punches him in the fucking knee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't get hurt when you get punched in the knee. Your knee is hard, and Malachi's like, oh shit, he falls down. And then Bert escapes again. And I'm like, how many times is he going to escape from these? He just might as well stay there and kick all their asses. Stop putting yourself in bad situations, Bert. Just, yeah, I'm just like, jump in the Kumite and beat everyone's ass in the tournament because you can win. Outlander blew my knee out. Get in your car and run all these stupid kids over like you ran over the one in your fucking trunk. You're an old Mow hand these fuckers at this now. down. He didn't learn from his lesson, you know. I can run over kids in my car. Didn't yeah, even damage the car. Did you notice that? No. That was fine. It's fine. It's like throwing a huge sack of potatoes on the front of your car. That's it. <laughs> so, Job takes. So Job finds Bert trying to escape again, and Job's like, "Hey, follow me. I'm the one kid you can trust." Yep. And he's like, "You sure are." <laughs> yeah, I trust you. I trust you. So he, he takes him to this old fallout shelter that yeah, his sure dad built. Are. Because his dad was really afraid that the Russians were going to nuke Nebraska. Right. <laughs> because when the nuclear missiles fly, the ICBMs are all aimed right in the Nebraska area. Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, nukes are powered by corn syrup. So, Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't <laughs> That's know. Why. That's why. Damn it. I didn't know. <laughs> Thanks for the history lesson. Oh, there you go. That's so why I'm on the podcast. <laughs> we go back to the, the, the little cornfield and... Isaac's yelling at Malachi, and Malachi essentially he throws some religious shit, and then Malachi's like, you know what? Fuck this. He grabs Isaac and betrays him. Yeah. Throws his little fucking ass on the ground and starts like, what does he say to him? He yells at him and he's like, oh. and Isaac's like, oh, you're going to die. Everyone attack him. And Malachi's like, hey, man, Isaac, everyone's tired of your bullshit. They're on my side. Yeah. And Isaac's like, he gets that, that, that look of, oh, shit washes over him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what do they do? They throw his ap- ass up on a, on a corn crucifix. Yeah. Right next to Vicky. Yeah, which he deserved. Oh, By wait, the way, no, when, I think they took Vicky down. Yeah, because they oh, want to lure, they lure uh, yeah. Uh, Bert out. Yeah, with I was, yeah, was going to say they're going to use her as bait 
for Bert because right. how do you get men, grown men, to do something? We get a grown woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like his thinking. We that's threaten the woman yelling, they like, love. Outlander, I've got your woman. Uh, yeah, you're right. They take her down. <laughs> Oh, boy. So uh, Malachi does say something interesting. He says, our God is the God of blood and sacrifice, not sermons. He says that to Isaac, because right. all Isaac does is talk. Mm-hmm. Malachi, all he does is actions. And, you know, so he realizes that he's the tool that's enabling Isaac to be able to do anything. So kind of a cool little, little yeah. quote there. So Malachi parades Vicky down the street. He's got a knife to her throat, and... He, they're like yelling for him to come out. We cut back to Sarah and Job and Bert in the fallout shelter, and they say, hey, we know where Vicky is. Um, we're going to take you there. So we go back to Isaac, and he's on the corn crucifix, and he's yelling all his bullshit. And <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, he's like, and then he's the like, Lord said, get me down here. You the Lord's telling are you. You're going to be burned. Yeah, so Malachi <laughs> prepares to offer up that Amos guy that we saw that cut the pentagram in his chest. And mm-hmm. Amos is really weird. He's like very smiley. He's like, oh, I'm 19. Yeah. I'm going to die. Woo. Yeah. He's like, he's like out of it. He's not part of the group anymore. It's weird. And they're preparing him to be sacrificed. So Bert goes up in this, uh, a different farmhouse with Job and Sarah. And he sees the corn clearing from like the upstairs window, like an old farmhouse balcony. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's looking at it, and we, we hear the creepy noises from the cornfield. We see the weird clouds rolling again. And this is the first time we see actual dirt moving. Now, this is when Amos first walks into the corn. And I don't know if Bert can see this or if he can just see the clearing, but this is what's happening in the clearing when he's looking on. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see the fucking <clears throat> Tremors hill of dirt move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and like it's, 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 it does look just like from Tremors. Like, but it's way more Bugs Bunny-esque. Yeah, yeah. It's way more one mound in sand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, yeah. corn doesn't grow in sand, believe it or not, guys. <laughs> but it's clearly sand. It's it's kind of dumb. I've seen plenty of corn stalks on the beach, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Satan, Satan's sand. Yeah, corn <laughs> grows good in it. They had to use that, obviously, to make the scene work and to establish that something's coming at these kids in the corn. So we hear Amos scream out in agony, which you'd think he'd be happy, but yeah. he's like, oh, shit, maybe this yeah. is a bad idea. Mistake! Yeah. <laughs> we, don't ever, we don't ever see him again. So Isaac is... That's ple- unfortunate. He had a great chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, oh, my God. He, just just he did a lot of push-ups. Yeah. So Isaac pleads shaved. some more, and it's nighttime now. So the sun has gone down. It's night, and Isaac is pleading for his life. <laughs> And here we see some of the worst <laughs> special effects ever yeah. in a movie. Oh, so yeah. fucking stupid. So, That's so it, it's super stupid. Yeah, it's like this lighting effect, and it's so bad that at first I'm I I like paused it. I'm like, what? The, what am I looking at? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's, it's like not. Y- it's not a form. Thing. It's yellow. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, it engulfs the the corn crucifix and then it turns red when it's over Isaac and then the most crazy thing happens the crucifix shoots in the fucking air like a rocket <laughs> guys I, you can't make this up I told you to nuclear weapons are, that's what I yeah powered by corn, corn syrup, syrup. Yeah. his amazing scream <laughs> yeah and, and my, my actual note says he he fucking explodes up into the sky like a fucking missile yeah. <laughs> because I was I watched it four times because I'm like why did that happen? Is he dead? <laughs> it's so stupid. It do- well, it doesn't make sense. No. And it's not scary. It's just weird. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure some, like, you know, Hollywood producer watched the original scene 
where he, I don't know, maybe just turns into a skeleton or something. And they're like, nah, man, blow it up. <laughs> blow it up. We need a little action we, here. We, we we want that crucifix flying in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Young Michael Bay. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's crew. what I was going like, to say. Right. Explosions. Michael Bay was a consultant on this. <laughs> I guess he just blows up now. That's fine. So this happens, and then Bert bursts into the clearing, and he beats up fucking Malachi right away. Yep. You know, he... Malachi is no match for Bert, and Bert's a skinny doctor type. He's like, I'm like a, he's like, he's like Jean Claude Van Damme amongst these imbeciles. So he beats the kid up, and it's, it's it looks like a real kid beating. He just kind of grabs and throws him around. Have and, you seen many kid beatings? Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is it's not like a professional choreographed fight. It's like a kid getting his ass kicked by a grown up. <laughs> Sounds fun. Nothing yeah. brings me more joy than a kid beating you guys. Yeah. And then he lectures the kids about how dumb they are, which is amazing. I He's know. like, You guys follow this religion I hate, you dumb sons of bitches, and whatever he says. And yeah, he just basically tells them they're all idiots. And he tells like, them why they're idiots. He's like, yeah. You're, you're going to believe this nonsense. You guys just are focused on hate, you fucking morons, you little pieces of shit. <laughs> and then Malachi attacks him again and gets his ass kicked again. <laughs> How many times can he kick a kid's ass? <laughs> as many times as a kid asks. And again, my, my note says, and then out of nowhere, Bert beats his bitch ass up again. <laughs> note. It's true, folks. I looked at it. But Bert refuses to kill Malachi. So he gets Malachi's knife from him because Malachi is inept. Mm-hmm. And he throws the knife, but it, it you know lands right by his head. Both Bert and Malachi Excellent knife throwers, by the way. Yeah, they precision. Are. They are pre- precision knife throwers. So when when that happens, it's like everyone's like, "Oh, yeah. he's not going to kill him." Oh, maybe the grown-ups aren't evil. At least that's what I thought. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. was happening. And oh God, <laughs> this is this movie's ridiculous. But this part is kind of strange. And this, I didn't think this was going to happen. So yeah. Bert doesn't kill Malachi, and all of a sudden, after we already had an all of a sudden of Malachi <laughs> trying to fight, Isaac comes out of the corn with a crazy demon voice. Yeah. It's super scary. And he scary. looks like some stupid Malachi. zombie or yeah, something. But his voice is scary. Yeah. yeah. Malachi. Instead of, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> he wants you too. Yeah. yeah. He wants you too, Malachi. And he walks up, and he's short. He reaches up on his tippy toes. Grabs Malachi by the neck and breaks his neck with his hand. It's oh yeah, snaps it's got that his neck. Demon strength. <laughs> yeah. And so then Bert, Vicky, Sarah, and Job, and all the kids are like, "Fuck this!" And they run out of there <laughs> and they hide in this barn. Now at this t- point, that crazy like cloud rolling wind has just whipped up into like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And isn't it's it a red? frenzy. It's a frenzy, and they're all hiding in this barn and. You know, they start talking, and then Job's like, "By the way, I saved this one Bible page that could, <laughs> yeah. that could cast the evil out of the corn. It's in my wallet that I have. I saved it for in my some wallet. reason. Yeah, he's got a nice leather wallet. Yeah. It's got yeah. money and credit why cards did, in it. Yeah, why it would you need dad's money probably. in a cult town that doesn't? I don't know. Well, yeah, they piece together. To <laughs> they piece together that they need to burn the cornfield to rid of the evil. So well, this, they, do, they do the classic like <clears throat> like TV scientists where they're like, "What does it mean?" And then like Vicky's like. Lake of Fire. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. need to burn the corn. Burn the cornfield. <laughs> so then they use a term that I've never heard in my life, and they use the term gasohol. <laughs> oh, we got gasohol. Yeah. It's like now, gasoline from Mad Max. Yeah. Gasoline. It's the so same thing. Gasohol apparently is ethanol. I never knew that they called ethanol gasohol because obviously they're farmers. I guess they were making ethanol. Makes sense, kind of. Also, sure. I didn't think that farmers made ethanol like you make, you know, 
backyard booze, but apparently they do, and they have ethanol in these big tanks. And so Bert, being the doctor, is like, you know what, I'm a doctor. What do doctors do? We make Molotov cocktails. (laughs) So they put the ethanol, he finds a glass jar, stuffs a rag in, and he takes... Listen, I want want to talk about this for a second. (laughs) The the gasohol or what? So he makes the Molotov cocktail. Yes. That kid has this shitty oh, ass yeah. handmade <laughs> vest on and she rips she rips his vest Vicky, and he goes Vicky rips hey that's not a rag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did i miss that I that totally was the best he was so that mad that she ripped his vest hey that's the, not a rag <laughs> are you shitting <laughs> me the He's best part of the whole fucking thing is that the rest of the movie i'm so mad until that I the that. end the kid is running around with this ripped vest on, he won't take it off. He even lifts his fucking arm off. Or he lifts his fucking arm up so it won't fall off when he's running. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even... He's oh so God. attached to that. It is so hilarious. I forgot. Yeah. I almost forgot about that part. Hey, yeah, hey, it's not a rag. Rag. Yeah, He's like, I, 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 need a, I need some sort of thick cloth. Well, she she's such over. a dickhead. She just grabs <laughs> his shirt. That was yeah. probably the last article of clothing from his dead parents. <laughs> oh, my. Like, I, did, I can't believe I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself that I missed that yeah. nonsense. But I did no, notice that Bert does tell Vicky he loves her for like the first time when he runs out of, you know, into the corn with the Molotov cocktail. He's like, I love you. And she's like, oh. Thank God. I realized that it, the second time I was kicking Malachi's ass. Yes. Yeah. It just came to me when I threw the knife by his head. So he runs out and, you know, I wrote somehow the city slicker can operate an irrigation pump. But then we do find that, you no, know, he in fact cannot operate an irrigation pump. But Job's like, no, turn the only lever on the hey, thing. You gotta turn the thing. <laughs> so this thing approaches. It's the weird ground thing. And there's weird red clouds. And Bert throws the Molotov cocktail and it lands in dirt. So, of course, it doesn't break. Yeah. It's just like boom, boom. And then he's, he just looks at it like, oh, shit, he's, now what? Well, he's been mind. in medis- medicine or medical school, not playing sports. Yeah, clearly. he obviously <laughs> never threw anything in his life. It's, it's obvious. So, Job, being, you know, somehow brave and upset about a sweater, runs out. <laughs> he's running down the cornfield with his yeah. arm up. So, it's yeah. fucking He, ret- he retrieves the Molotov cocktail, gives it back to Bert so he can have round two. <laughs> this time, when he throws it, it breaks. It explodes. There's red ghost fire and weird shit. <laughs> like a cool face that forms in the smoke. Yeah, like a face comes uh-huh. up in like a fireball. <laughs> the little boy. What was the little boy's name? Job. Job. Job um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he got a little rip in there. He hands it back to him. He's like, throw it. <laughs> he said, throw it right this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Another, another thing that I missed. A little jab. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and Bert had started... By this time, started calling the kid Joby. Yeah, Joby. So he starts calling him by his like nickname, like I they're Joby. like they're buddies. Or like if Joby. the guy really didn't know the character's name, because that's what Sarah calls him, like okay. their little nickname between each other. Oh, so yeah. now Bert, I guess, is comfortable enough hey, to start Joby. calling him Joby. He's in the club now. <laughs> well, so to your point about that whole weirdness with the comfort level, you know, this whole thing happens, and then Vicky, Bert, Job, and Sarah, but none of the other kids. Yeah. Go back Fuck to their them. car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his car is stuffed full of fucking corn. Yeah. And again, he's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. He gets in the car, and this is a great scare. As he's sitting in the car, like, mad about the corn, there's a girl pops out in the back seat with a side. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah, she goes to kill him. He, like, dodges her, throws her in the front seat, and, like, knocks her ass out. So yet another kid gets their ass kicked. Yeah. Up. 
just like that. And Vicky's, and right before that, Vicky asks the kids, like, you want to come live with us for oh, a day? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was How after How about this. a week? <laughs> How about a month? He's like, whoa. Bert's like, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang, hang on. on there, babe. <laughs> I didn't oh, volunteer to adopt yeah. any damn kids. <laughs> I'd rather kick their asses than adopt them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so the last scene is him knocking that girl yeah. out. Because yeah. then it just says the end. Because then it abruptly yeah. ends I, right there. I, I wrote, I wrote the end. stupid ha, ha, ass ha. ending. <laughs> now, you know, we as we talked about this movie, I feel like it did seem a lot stupider hearing us talk about it than maybe it was. <laughs> it was so dumb. I, I didn't. Stupid. I didn't hate the movie though. No, it's it's fine. It's, it's it has some some neat things in it. It's it's obviously an '80s horror film, but it's not a slasher film. It's it's different than a lot of you know the stuff we were seeing at that time. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate it. I did read that someone, one of the writers who wrote the script, said that the whole script was about the parallels and comparing the Ayatollah taking power in Iran um, to their plight. So essentially, Bert and Vicky were like the American hostages that we that were rescued. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of talking about how sometimes, you know, evil religions can take over. I don't know. I thought that was kind of a weird thing to put into a movie know. like that. But granted, this movie came out in 1984. The American hostages were released in 81. We didn't learn about the rescue operation, all the nonsense, two years later. So maybe it was pretty pertinent. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But anyways. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. My yeah. opinion of this movie is I didn't think it was very deep. I mean, it does say a little bit about people living in their own echo chambers and making bad decisions because everyone around them makes it seem like it's okay. Right. I think we experience that a lot nowadays um, yes. with the way we consume media. Um, but, I mean, again, that's me applying today's ideas to an old movie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think if you haven't seen this movie, it's my opinion you should see it. I think it's kind of a classic 80s movie. I know when I was a kid, it was a big deal. I grew up in Illinois. Um, we, we all were convinced that it was filmed, like, in our town. Yeah. I found out it, it was filmed in Iowa, nowhere near where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. So Sioux City. We were lied to. Actually, I was really scared of this movie, and then I realized watching it that I never watched this first one. I was scared of part two. Hmm. Totally different movie. So it was cool to see this. It was new. I liked it. I, I give it, you know, you know, a thumb at a slight angle. Um, but I, but I <laughs> do say you should. Degrees. Yeah, I do say you should watch it. Doug, what do you think? Yeah, watch it. It's it's fun. It's it's typical '80s movies, or you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous as hell. Right. There are eight sequels. There's eight of them. Eight. What? So a total of nine. Is plus, Isaac in all of plus them? Plus a remake. No. So there are ten children of the corn movies that you can avoid. <laughs> are, are any of them any good? I don't. never seen any of them except this. I oh saw the second God. one. Yeah, Ken's seen the second one, apparently. Is the second one any good? Uh, it was good to eight-year-old Ken. Right. Isaac comes back in the sixth one. I know that. I think I read he was like a... it's called like Isaac Returns. He's like something. a professor at a university... In real teaching, life? Yeah, he teaches oh. like uh, film stuff. And he still looks the same. I saw a picture of him as an adult. <laughs> and he looks like the sa- he looks like a 24-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, Doug. He does have a disease that makes that happen. <laughs> no, but he doesn't. He looks like he really hasn't it's, aged It's amazing all. how he doesn't age. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think he would have Doug's going a little to bit hell. different. Yeah. <laughs> Just slightly older, maybe. Yeah, you think he'd look like. I'm sure his skin looks like shit. (laughs) Josh, what what could you tell me about this? Now, you guys know my love for Satan. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we do. Clearly. 
this movie was a fucking turd. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think this movie, like a lot of Stephen King's things, um, like don't translate that well to film. I like the idea of this movie a lot. I think, I think this movie. I don't think it's sacred. So remake the fuck out of it and make it good. And to all the listeners out there that haven't seen it, wait for that cool remake. Did, was it painful for you to watch? <laughs> mm, it was silly. Like I, it, you it's, can laugh at it. Yeah, it's corny it's enough. Funny, to, yeah, corny, yeah, corny. Uh, <laughs> to laugh at. <laughs> but like for a horror movie, no. <laughs> I get, I give it a two out of many. Yeah, Chris, what do you got? Um, so I I tried to watch this. Um, like maybe a year ago, you know, I saw it pop up and I hadn't, hadn't watched it yet. And I knew it was iconic. Um, so I tried to watch it and got, I didn't even get through the diner scene at the beginning and it, it probably was the voiceover. Yeah. That, it's pretty jarring. Yeah. You know, the shitty voiceover. I was like, I'm not watching this dumb movie. So I turned it off. And so, you know, we decided to talk about this one. So I had to watch it. And oddly enough, I actually did, um, I got through that scene just fine, and and I started to enjoy it. I liked the old town. I love old towns. Um, you know, the, some of the creepy imagery definitely worked, but yeah, ultimately, it's only if it, you know if you want to check it off your list of like iconic horror films, go ahead and watch it. But as far as like a you know, you're not going to get scared. You're not uh, going to be especially impressed so nothing profound <laughs> yeah nothing profound yeah. I, you sure. know I, I give you know like three out of ten stars and, and one thing of note is this movie did make a, a bunch of money in the box office it had a small budget it made millions of dollars um it was successful and it was funny I, I mentioned to someone i'm like oh yeah we're doing children of the corn and they're like oh oh that one's great yeah it's I'm beloved like, I'm like, oh, and yeah, when I read some stuff about it, mm-hmm. people really, really liked the movie and they really liked this franchise. Um, and I think because there's a lot of, lot of liberties you can take with the story. Sure. I mean, you've got the small town aspect, the isolation, you've got the religious stuff. So, I mean, I get why they made all the sequels, but again, uh, the Horrify podcast says, yeah, maybe you should watch it. It uh, gives it a strong eh. A strong <laughs> meh. A hard meh. Hama. Hama. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, thanks for listening to the Horrify podcast, and we will check you on the flip side.